Hey, sis. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes. Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood. I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself, so I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom-life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold, and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host and sister in Christ, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. This is a podcast for millennial moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith and family. Tap in each week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast where you will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire God's way. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right. So hello and welcome back to our returning listeners and welcome to our new listeners. I'm excited for today's topic today. We're going to hop right into it and it is on how to save money on groceries. Okay. If you have been around for any amount of time, if you do any type of grocery shopping, then y'all know that that grocery bill has just been going higher and higher and higher. (laughs) And really, um, I've heard people make the comment, like, it doesn't matter if you go out to eat or cook at home anymore. And I kind of agree on that. And I have some, um, information. I did some research on like the numbers and like exactly how much Food has increased over time within like a 20 year time frame. So we're going to get into that. Um, but spending money on food and creating a budget for food is kind of hard, right? Because food is a daily need. Like we always have to spend money on food. Now, whether you bulk shop and you grocery shop every now and then, or you go to the grocery store every day, or you go out to eat every day, either way, some type of money is being spent on food. Like there's just no way we can get around that. So I feel like we need to come up with some type of a plan or way to hold on to some of those coins when it comes to food, because again, we're always going to have to spend money on it. Now, I did some research on the usnews.com and um, I got some information from them in regards to groceries. 
But before we jump into that, determining how much to spend on groceries and creating a budget has always been a challenge for many households. In recent years, inflation has made this more complicated. Creating a budget for groceries is complicated math. And if anybody knows me, math is not my strong suit, okay? Um, I have definitely special math when it comes to food because I'm the one, especially if I go out to eat, I'm going to get me an appetizer. I'm going to get the drink that I want to get. And if I'm super uh, feeling myself, or especially if I'm with my husband, I'm getting a dessert or something like, I have no reconciliation for food when it comes to food. If it's something I want to eat and it looks good and it tastes good, then baby, I'm going to get it. <laughs> but maybe that's not the mindset I need to have because looking at my expenses over time, I have really been overspending on food. So again, groceries is like a complicated math puzzle. Retail food prices partially reflect farm level commodity prices. So I don't know if you've heard before um, how like gas and food are closely connected to how the farm is doing, right? With how much food they're able to produce, how much food they're able to get out to the grocery stores. Um, they're saying that that is a portion of, you know, the reason for the inflation of groceries and food in general. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But also what goes into this is packaging, processing, transporting the food back and forth as well as marketing costs and competitive factors go into the total cost of food today as well. So there's a lot of factors going into why food costs the way it does right now. Now, the average annual food at home prices were 11.4% higher in 2022 than in 2021. Okay, so to give you some context with this, in a 20-year span, Food has a um, what is it, a history of only rising two percent each year, two percent per year for the past twenty years. That's what it's been, but in twenty twenty from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, it rose eleven point four percent. So we're not tripping when we're like, what is going on with these grocery prices? Why are they so high? Like we're we're not tripping. Like there's literal math behind this showing that yes. Food and groceries and everything has taken a hike um, or has raised and inflated over time and over years. So in 2022, prices for all food categories increased faster than their historical average, which, like I said, used to be 2% each year. Now, how much money should you spend on groceries? I feel like this is the, the overarching question, like, well, how much should I spend? And there's a lot of factors that go into how much money you should spend on groceries for your family um, per month. Now, I did some research as well on the USDA website, and they have a food budget that they send out each month, and it offers an estimate for how much you should spend weekly and monthly on your groceries, and it's split up into three categories. Now, the first category is the thrifty plan. And they get these numbers when you receive SNAP benefits or EBT benefits. Now, this also is something, if you're not familiar, it's typically based off income. It's typically based off how many children that you have. And they go through for those numbers and see, okay, your child, you have this amount of kids at this amount of ages, um, including yourself, and this is your income. And they'll give you a budget on your EBT card to um, buy groceries. Now... 
<laughs> a lot of people, um, I know I see on Facebook asking like, who's selling food stamps? Where can I get some food stamps? I don't recommend doing that publicly, but if you have a friend <laughs> with an EBT card, as illegal as it is, listen, the way that this stuff is set up these days, if you have an EBT friend, hold on to them, but don't be all loud and about about it, <laughs> okay? Uh, advertising that this is what you have going on. But that's the thrifty plan. All right, the second level is the low cost plan and the highest level is the liberal plan, okay? So I took a look at this chart and I will link it in the description because like I said, there's a lot of factors that come into your budget, the size of your family, your income, even down to the gender of the people in your family um, is what they're basing all this information on. So I included my information um, as a family of five. Um, we have three boys and two girls in our family. So on this chart, again, it has the age and sex of each person. And then beside it is the weekly or monthly cost for that person. And typically this example is for a family of four. So I'm going to give you my numbers as a family of five when I um, enter my information on this chart. So for baby J, who is a two-year-old boy, we should be spending $163 per month on his food. That's a two-year-old boy. Janae, who is a six-year-old girl, we should be spending $242 a month on her. Jameer, which is a 14-year-old boy, we should be spending $304 a month for him. For my husband, $300 a month. And for myself, $260 a month. So when I add all that up per month, we should be spending $1,272 on groceries, okay? Now, I do keep track of our expenses and I have a special category for groceries and out to eat. And baby, it is not hard for us to hit $1,000 for groceries. Um, and also just real quick, I entered my numbers for the low cost plan, okay? That's where I got these numbers from, the low cost plan. So like I said, we it's not hard for us to reach um, $1,000 on groceries as a family of five. So I highly suggest that you plug in these numbers to see where you fall in this range and to see are you overspending according to this chart or are you right where you need to be or are you under your budget and you rocking it out and you cook your food at home and you just doing what you're supposed to do with your budget. Now, um, as I mentioned, I keep track of my expenses so that I can see the numbers. So I highly suggest that you keep track of your expenses and categorize um, eating out versus groceries when you go out to eat. Now, I do this um, by color coordination. So all of our grocery expenses are in blue and my out to eat expenses are in purple. And I do this on an Excel uh, spreadsheet. All right. So. Like I said, I felt like I was overspending when I would see that we're spending $1,000 or so on food. But as a family of five and seeing these numbers, I guess we are in the right ballpark and it makes sense. Now, the next thing I guess is, well, are you making enough money <laughs> for this? Now, granted, like we aren't missing any meals um, and I'm also a two income home. So this whole $1,000 is not on me. Of course, this is between me and my husband. But it also made me think like, well, dang, if we're $1,000 for food, then you got to think about rent and home expenses and everything. It's just like, how are we surviving out here? I really had to stop and ask, like, <laughs> how are we living? How are we living? I just don't get it. 
Um, Some other things to consider when you're grocery shopping is that teenagers eat a lot, okay? And on top of that, teenage boys eat a lot. So my son, his budget was $4 more than my husband's. And they're, um, what, 17 years apart, (laughs) right? But his is $4 more. So you have to keep that in mind. If you have teenagers or boys, you're not crazy. You're not, you're not like, oh my gosh, why am I spending so much money on food? They're eating that much. So yes, you are spending more according to this chart. So we're going to get into six ways to save money on groceries, okay? The first thing that you can do, as I shared, is keep track of your food expenses. Create an Excel spreadsheet. Include the date, the purchase, like whatever restaurant or grocery store you went to, the amount that you spent and categorize it. Was it a grocery expense or did you go out to eat? Add up your food costs at the end of each month to see how much you are currently spending. Okay. This is a great visual for you to see the actual amount that you're spending on food each month instead of just guessing and feeling like, oh, I spent about this amount. You don't know until you know, okay? Numbers don't lie. So I highly suggest that you keep track for one month just to see where you are currently as far as spending your money on food. The second thing you can do is create a budget using the USDA food budget chart. And like I said, I'll have that um, linked in the show notes. So calculate your family member's monthly budget based off the plan of your choice. And remember, um, there were three choices. You could do the the thrifty plan, the low cost plan, or the liberal plan. I feel like the low cost plan is like your middle class um, family budget. So that's a good place to start there if you are there. Um, Calculate your family member's monthly budget based off that and aim to stay within that budget for the following month. So that'll be your good baseline or your budget goal to stay within. The third thing that you can do to save money on groceries is to shop on sale, okay? Get those weekly ads from your grocery store and shop, excuse me, get the weekly ad for the grocery store that you shop at and look up what items are currently on sale. Try to only buy those items that are on sale. So there's this girl I follow on Instagram. She's like a budgeting guru. And one grocery tip she gave was that she lets the grocery store tell her what she's going to cook for the week because she only buys things that are on sale. So if you're um, in the grocery store and you see ground beef is on sale or a pack of chicken is on sale, then that's what you pick up to eat. Okay. Um, And that's a tip that I've been incorporating lately when I go grocery shopping. And I believe that there is a difference. I can tell the difference. And it's a lot easier for me deciding what to cook. Like, okay, just look for what's on sale and then we'll go from there. Um, Also, listen, don't be too bougie about this point here. Get the store brand items for things that are not on sale or that you really may need. Now, I have no shame in my game. I don't mind picking up store brand items, but there are certain things that I just don't want the store brand of, like cereal. And this is a personal preference, okay? If you do, that says then you pick up the store brand cereal. But I personally don't like store brand cereal. But say like for condiments like ketchup or ranch or something like that, I don't mind getting the store brand for things like that, okay? 
Um, so that's a great way to save money as well. The fourth thing that you can do is to plan your meals um, ahead of time or shop with a grocery list and stick to it. <laughs> that's the main part there and stick to the grocery list. All right. Um, don't go in the grocery store without a plan of what you need to get. This is a recipe for disaster because now you're just going up and down the aisles and the aisles are telling you what you need to pick up instead of you knowing what you need to get. Okay. Don't go in the grocery store without a plan. A list keeps you on track and minimizes distractions. So this is so funny because my kids know I don't play about my list. I have an ongoing list in the notes section of my phone for things that we need around the house. So when we go in the grocery store, my talk to them before the grocery store is, listen, I already know what I need from the items that I have on my list. If it is not on this list, do not ask me for it because I'm not getting it, period. <laughs> okay, so when I go grocery shopping, if I start venturing off or looking at something, they'll get on me. Ma, you getting distracted. Ma, is that on your list? And I'm like, you know what? You're right, you're right. This is a team effort for me to stay on track and stay within my budget, okay? Um, stick to your list and don't pick up items that are not on it. If you do see something that you want to pick up, create a different list for that or a wish list and get that item at a later time. If that item didn't make your list before you left the house and went to the grocery store, then sis, don't pick it up. <laughs> okay? Easier said than done, right? But it would definitely help um, you stay within your budget and not overspend. All right? The fifth thing that you can do is to sign up for rewards plans, okay? So a lot of places have an app that you can download to earn rewards, like cashbacks, um, they have coupons on some of the apps and it's a great visual for you to see how much money you're saving. So um, where I live, I shop at Foodline and I have their app and I'm able to earn money back when I spend, say, $30 on bakery items. I can earn $5. And over time, those amounts um, help and work out. There's been times that I've gone to the grocery store and as a result of me earning those cash rewards, my balance was only like $2 when I left or for free when I left because I've added up money over time. And also my app shows me how much money I've saved for the year. So far, I have saved over $1,000 using the Foodline app reward, okay? Um, I also use the uh, rewards app for Family Dollar as well. Now, I prefer to go here for like my house needs, like my paper towels, toilet paper, soap, toothpaste, toothbrush, laundry detergent, things like that. And um, I use their coupons and rewards as well for Family Dollar. So if it's a store that you shop at a lot, you know, why not? You know, go ahead and download the app. It's only going to help you in the end. It's not going to hurt you. Um, at the end of the day, it's just going to benefit you and help you to save more money. All right. The sixth and final thing that you can do to save money. Now, this is more so of a question to bulk shop or not to bulk shop, all right? Now, I think that this depends on a few factors, whether you should bulk shop or not. Um, one of the first things is your area of storage. Do you have space in your home to store these bulk items like a pantry or a deep freezer or that cabinet space? Do you have it to store those items? If not, then I would not suggest that you bulk shop because where are you gonna put the stuff, right? Um, another factor to keep in mind is the size of your family. So I'm, I feel like I'm pre a pretty large family. 
or a family of five, there are certain items that I do bulk shop. Now, not necessarily groceries, and I'll get into that, but like those house needs, like soap, toilet paper, deodorant, things that we're always going to be using. Yes, I do bulk shop on those things because I have the space um, to keep it in my linen closet and my, my laundry area. Okay. Okay. So yes, keep that in mind. Um, also only buy certain things in bulk, but not others. So for example, I don't buy produce in bulk because it will get wasted. Right. But on the flip side, I don't mind buying my meat in bulk because I can use my deep freezer to store it and freeze and use it for later. Okay. So again, some people bulk shopping helps them save money. Others, I feel like if you're bulk shopping but not using the stuff, especially food, in the end, you're wasting money because you're not able to use the things that you bought, okay? The idea with this um, is to shop more often, not less often. And I found this fact um, interesting because this is my grocery shopping style. I'm that person who is in the grocery store every day after work. As irritating as it is and as frustrated as it is, I'm not a bulk food shopper. My family is not a bulk food family because we will waste stuff. <laughs> okay, I have this whole idea in mind of what we're going to eat, what we're going to do with these things, and then we don't use it, and then I'm throwing it away. So I would just rather shop more often and go to the grocery store each evening and get exactly what I know we need and exactly what I know that we're going to use, okay? Um, so yes, you will buy what you know you will consume in the next few days instead of what you think you will use in the next week or two, all right? So just a quick recap, six things that you can do to save money on groceries is keep track of your food expenses on an Excel spreadsheet. Create a budget using the USDA food budget chart, which I will have linked in the show notes. Three, shop for items that are on sale. Four, plan your meals um, and shop with the grocery list and stick to it. Five, sign up for rewards plans. And six, um, just reconsider your bulk shopping. Does that work for your family or are you wasting money? Okay. Um, the reflection question for today is pretty much like an action thing. I'm requiring you to do something here, okay? So you're not just listening to this and going on about your day, continuing to overspend on groceries. We're going to apply the information we heard today. So what is your family's monthly budget for groceries based on the food budget chart from the USDA? Okay, that's your homework for today's episode. So that is all that I have for you all today. Thank you for tuning in with me. Um, if you are not, please follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community, um, which is my free email list where I share out um, information that I don't normally share on social media. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast as well as the YouTube channel so you can catch the live replays. And if you are feeling any of the episodes that I shared today, especially this one, to save a mama's life, and her pocketbook. Share this out, rate this video, leave a review, let me know what you think of it, all right? And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.